Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. Judges, Judges chapter number 3, and we'll begin reading in verse number 12. We're working through as God leads the characters, major characters of the Old Testament. We come to the book of Judges. I don't know that you'd call this man a major character, but a character that we ought to study. His name is Ehud, A-E-H-U-D, and you could call him Ehud or whatever you want to. I'm going to call him Ehud tonight. I'm going to try to call him the same thing every time, too, but... uh if you look with me in your Bibles, Judges chapter number 3, we'll begin reading in verse number 12. Ahud is a judge. The children of Israel has done evil in the sight of the Lord, and they've, been, uh, they've become captives to their enemies, uh, the Moabites at this time. And uh, the king of the Moabites is Eglon, E-G-L-O-N, and he is a very fat man. You'll see that in the Bible in just a second. And... Uh, God gives victory to the children of Israel, a long-term victory to the children of Israel. And we see these details to this victory uh, recorded here in the Bible. If you'll follow along with me, we'll read from verse number 12 to verse number 30 in Judges chapter number 3. The Bible says in Judges 3, 12, And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. And he gathered unto him the children of Ammon and Amalek, and went and smote Israel and possessed the city of palm trees. So the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, eighteen years. But when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised them up a deliverer, Ahud, the son of Gerah, a Benjamite, a man left-handed, and by him the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab. But Ahud made him a dagger, which had two edges of a cubit length, and he did gird it under his raiment upon his right thigh. And he brought the present unto Eglon, king of Moab, and Eglon was a very fat man. And when he had made an end to offer the present, he sent away the people that bear the present. But he himself turned again from the quarries that were by Gilgal and said, I have a secret errand unto thee, O king, who said, Keep silence. And all that stood by him went out from him. And Ahud came unto him, and he was sitting in a summer parlor, which he had for himself alone. And Ahud said, I have a message from God unto thee. And he arose out of his seat. And Ahud put forth his left hand and took the dagger from his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. And the haft also went in after the blade, and the fat closed upon the blade so that he could not draw the dagger out of his belly, and the dirt came out. Then Ahud went forth through the porch and shut the doors of the parlor upon him and locked them. When he was gone out, his servants came, and when they saw that, behold, the doors of the parlor were locked. They said, Surely he covereth his feet in his summer chamber. 
And they tarried till they were ashamed. And behold, he opened not the doors of the parlor. Therefore they took a key and opened them. And behold, their Lord was fallen down dead on the earth. And Ahud escaped while they tarried and passed beyond the quarries and escaped unto Serath. And it came to pass when he was come that he blew a trumpet in the mountain of Ephraim. And the children of Israel went down with him from the mount and he before them. And he said unto them, Follow after me, for the Lord hath delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. And they went down after him and took the fords of Jordan toward Moab and suffered not a man to pass over. And they slew of Moab at that time about 10,000 men, all lusty and all men of valor, and there escaped not a man. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel, and the land had rest fourscore years. And we see this in the very last verse. The Bible says that the land had rest for fourscore years. As far as I know, under the leadership of Ahud, the judge, the nation of Israel has the longest length of peace and freedom. And for that, this 80 years of peace and rest, I want to preach a message titled this, A Plan for Long-Term Victory Over the Flesh. A Plan for Long-Term Victory Over the Flesh. How many of you have had victory over the flesh for a day or two, but it just seems to come right back? And uh, that's how it works, isn't it? And that's the nature of the flesh. That's the nature of, uh, of a man that is determined to do the right thing but does not rest in the power and blessing of God. The flesh always rises back up and the spirit, the Bible says, is willing, but the flesh is weak. And all God's people said, oh me, right? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And in this passage of Scripture, we meet up with Ahud, an interesting guy that God uses in a very special way. And he has a plan for long-term victory over the flesh. Another title that could be given to this passage of Scripture is Ahud, the left-handed judge, and Eglon, the fat Moabite king. Uh, either way you want to put it down, they're long, aren't they? And you probably won't remember them, but I think you'll remember these two characters, Ahud and Eglon. Ahud and Eglon. We'll just begin by introducing this passage of Scripture. Verse number 12, you look with me. A plan for long-term victory over the flesh. The Bible says in verse 12, The children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. Now, here's something that's very plain in this verse of Scripture. The flesh is very powerful. And the uh, sinfulness is very powerful. And Eglon, in this passage of Scripture, is without a doubt a picture of the flesh. The flesh is fat and lazy and selfish. And Eglon, in this passage of Scripture, he is rising up in power over the children of God, over God's people. And the Bible says that they did evil in the sight of the Lord, and because they had turned from the Lord and turned from the principles of God's Word, they lost the power of God and the blessing of God, and therefore they fell captive to their enemies. And in our day and age, our number one enemy is the flesh, uh, the weakness of the flesh and the unwillingness to obey God. And the Bible says here in verse number 13, and he gathered unto him the children of Ammon. Now this is Eglon, the king of Moab. Eglon gathers to himself 
the children of Ammon, another enemy nation, and Amalek, and went and smote Israel and possessed the city of palm trees. The city of palm trees is the city of Jericho. And we can see that in the book of Deuteronomy. The city of palm trees is the city of Jericho. Do you remember what happened at Jericho just a few years ago? Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. Do you remember that? Well, the Bible says here in verse number 14, So the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. Now I want you to see how shameful this is. First of all, the Moabites... They are descendants of Abraham. They come out of the line of Lot. So really, we have the wicked side of the family is taking, as taken captive and rule over the nation of Israel, God's chosen people. The Ammonites are of the same fam and family, and the Amalek group are of the same family. So first of all, you see the nation of Israel. They have fallen into sin and the, the, the weakness of the flesh. And they are being ruled over by the wicked side of the family. And not only that, but King, wicked King Eglon of Moab has moved his headquarters to a place, a piece of ground that was one of God's choice trophies. He's moved to Jericho. Can you imagine every time for years after Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, you walk past the fallen walls of Jericho and God's people swelled up with pride in their heart, uh, the right kind, knowing that God had done a mighty work there. But now the enemy, the Moabites, Eglon, the king, has set up control and is ruling the people of God in bondage in the very spot where God had done a great work in the past. That's a sad picture, isn't it? But I'm afraid it's a picture of our hearts so often. It's a really sad picture, but I'm afraid that it's a picture of our families and our homes and our relationship to God. A place that God broke down the walls. A place where God subdued the pride. A place where God brought rest and peace and joy. A place where Jesus ruled and reigned on the throne. Our hearts and our lives. Now it seems like the world, the flesh, and the devil has used that heart where God had done such a mighty work to now rule and reign and wreak havoc among God's people and stop all forward progress. Isn't that a sad picture? Can you imagine Jericho, I mean, we're talking about the Jericho that God had so mightily given to the children of Israel. Now, wicked Eglon of Moab was ruling and reigning over the people of God on that spot. Folks, I don't know about you, but those moments in my life when I realize that I've let the world, the flesh, and the devil have a prominent place in my heart that God has redeemed it breaks my heart. It convicts me. And I don't want to live in sin. I don't want to continue in the flesh. And all of us have our weak moments. And all of us struggle. And all of us have our besetting sins. But I want you to know something. Don't get to the place where you allow Eglon to reign on the throne of your heart. 
As soon as you identify, get to the place where you say, with God's help, I'm not allowing some wickedness to rule and reign in my mortal body. I'm going to rest in the Lord. I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to cut off the sin and live in the Spirit. So Eglon set up in Moab. I'm sorry, Eglon of Moab set up in Jericho. And the Bible says that the children of Israel served Eglon, king of Moab, for 18 years. Some folks may want to say, well, you know, he seems like a great king. Why, why are we so worried about him? Well, he's a man of the flesh. The Moabites, they were wicked folk. They were ruled by a sensual nature. And they were against God and his people. Some other things about Eglon. Look what the Bible says in verse number 17. The Bible says, he brought the present unto Eglon. Here's how the story goes. So God raises up Ahud, the left-handed judge. And Ahud, they come up with a plan. Here's the plan. Every year we have to bring tribute and give gifts to Eglon. And it's a, it's a humbling experience. It's terrible because we've got to go to Jericho. We've got to present to this wicked ruler things that we have earned. And he said, we're going to go up this year. And Ahud led the way. And Ahud prepared, and Ahud was the man that met up with Eglon. And when he met up, they said, here's what we're going to do. When we give him the gifts, with the Lord's help, I'm going to take him out. And God helped, and they took him out. But they bring this gift, verse number uh, 14. So the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. But when the children of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised them up a deliverer. Ahud, the son of Gerah, a Benjamite, a man left-handed. And by him the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab. So they bring this present, and God begins to work. And the Bible says of this man, Eglon, verse number 17, he was a very fat man. Uh, people say the Bible's boring, but uh, I, I don't find it that way at all. You read this story, there's nothing boring about it at all. I mean, where else can you get a story like this? I love this story. This is exciting. He was a very fat man. Folks, I want you to know something about the flesh. I want you to know something about our sin nature. It is obese. It is out of proportion. We trust this message from God's Word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible. Volume 1, the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chilhowiebaptist.com.